Masters of Not, a comedy podcast that doesn't suck. Brought to you by the Simply Syndicated Network and lubricated by Blue Point Beer. Hey, it's Jay from the Masters of None podcast at mastersofnone.com and on iTunes. This is our Groundhog Day special, Groundhog Day Lost Radio Tapes, and our Stephen Tobolowski interview. This is what would have happened if you got to hear the entire morning show in the movie Groundhog Day. If you dig this, folks, please take a second and go to shortyawards.com slash mastersofnone and nominate us for Shorty Award. On with the show. The following is raw cassette tape audio footage of the WPNX morning show from February 2nd of an unknown year. It was found in the abandoned Punxsutawney Broadcast Building in early 2010 by a demolition crew. 92.2 WPNX Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, a simply syndicated radio station. Live from the GunOxin.com studios. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. It's the Masters of None Morning Show. The new phone book there! The new phone book there! With Mike McMacrame and Jay the Jaguar. With Artie Scorsese live from Gobbler's Knob. Oh my arm! It's broken! On your official Groundhog Day station. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Listen live at MastersOfNoneShow.com. <laughs> Then put your little hand in mine There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb Babe I got you, babe I got you, babe Okay, campers, rise and shine And don't forget your booties Because it's cold out there today It's cold out there every day What is this, Miami Beach? Not hardly, and you know, you can expect hazardous travel later today with that, uh, you know, that uh, blizzard thing. All right, that that blizzard thing. Well, here's the report. The National Weather Service is calling for a big blizzard thing. Yes, they are, but you know, there's another reason why today is especially exciting. Especially cold. Especially cold, okay. But the big question on everybody's lips. On their chap lips. On their chap lips, right. right, Do you think Phil is going to come out and see his shadow? Punks of Tony Phil. That's right, woodchuck chuckers. It's Groundhog Day. Day. Get up and check that hog. Sweet, sweet. Come here, Groundhog. WPNX. 92.2, 92.2, Punxsutawney's only local radio station. 92.2 WPNX, the Masters of None morning show. I'm Jay the Jaguar. And I'm Mike McMacrame. How you doing this fine Groundhog Day morning? Oh, baby, I can't wait to see what Phil's got cooked up for us a little uh, bit later on. I hope the spring comes sooner than later. I'll tell you that much right now. I hope it's omelets. Oh, well, oh, you never know. Time to kick it over to our number one news, weather, traffic, entertainment reporter, it is Artie Scorsese live from Gobbler's Knob. Artie, how you doing out there, Artie? I'm good, gentlemen. How are you doing? A lot warmer in here, I bet you that. <laughs> oh, yes. I am freezing my tukus off right now, yeah. but it is a very festive atmosphere. I see a lot of great celebrities, a lot of anchormen, weathermen, and I think I see Phil Connors from Channel 9. I love that guy's weather reports. He's my idol. So where are you right now? You down by the stage? You up in the gazebo doing a little polka polka? What are you doing over there, Artie Scorsese? I just interviewed Nancy, and uh, she's a pretty uh, hot ticket right now, and uh, she was saying that she loves the festivities. She was checking out the polka band and uh, check out the local high school there uh 
getting ready to uh, see whether it's going to be spring soon or keep on being winter. So this weather, the blizzard's coming on. Are there going to be any school closings or anything? Do I have to go home, take my kid out to school? What's going on here? Do I have to let my wife stay over work? Looks like we're going to have a blizzard coming up in here, and hopefully it won't ruin the festivities, but... Everybody's warm hearts will probably melt the snow. You got that right, Artie Scorsese. Let's get to the more important business right now. What celebrity birthdays are going on? Celebrity birthdays. Everybody Whoa. loves these. Yes, they do. For February 2nd, which is Groundhog's Day, we have Farrah Fawcett, Tom Smothers, Graham Nash, Christy Brinkley, my favorite, James Joyce, Irish writer and poet. I don't know what the hell he's talking about with that last that one. Guy, I'm not sure who that guy is at all, but I'll tell you what, who I do like is that Christy Brinkley. Yeah, you lost me a Christy yeah, Brinkley on his course, Daisy. You know, if he if she can marry one of those little trolls like Billy Joel, you know, that maybe I got a shot with somebody. Maybe Christy Turlington or somebody. I don't know who it is. I just hear her name and I break out in the cold sweats like yeah, Clark yeah. Griswold in Vacation. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? I, I love just it. picture her driving right next to me down 80. <laughs> Woo! In a Ferrari. You know, she would distract me, too, if I had a, and, I, and I would be eating one of those uh, sandwiches covered in, uh, you know, dog Oh, food. hey, oh, I can't talk about that. Whoa, I'm sorry. Hey, my fault. I'm sorry. It's a family it's, show here, Mike uh, and Macrame. My fault, you know. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. All right, that's Artie Scorsese live from Gobbler's Knob. It's 92.2 WPNX, your official Groundhog Day radio station. We'll be right back right after this. The Tip Top Cafe in downtown Puxatawney is the place you want to be for the best eats in town. The Tip Top Cafe has a wide assortment of desserts, pastries, and gourmet coffees and teas. Come in and try some of our new delicious cold-cut wraps and sandwiches. We only use the finest meats and cheeses at the Tip Top Cafe. And if you dare, order your yourself up a Puxatawney filler up. That's the triple decker cold cut combo with turkey, ham, roast beef, and all the fixings slathered in our very own tip top secret sauce and then deep fry to perfection. You're going to need six more weeks of winter just to hibernate after tackling this monster. But that's not the real reason people come to the Tip Top Cafe. Our world famous golden flapjacks leave people craving them day and night. But that's okay because with our breakfast anytime menu, it's never too early for flapjacks. That's the Tip Top Cafe, 85 Wabash Avenue in Puxatawney, now serving sliced groundhog. Just kidding. Hope to see you there soon. It's the Alpine Theater Movie Review of the Week. 92.2 WPNX Punks and Tawny. It's Groundhog Day, everybody. How you doing there, Mike? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And right now, you know what it's time for? I can have a couple of guesses. What do you think? It's time for our big-time movie critic to join us for the oh, Alpine Theater's Movie Review of the Week. Is. We got a brand-new movie coming out this week. It is Bugsy Windstocker Bugger. How you doing there, Bugsy? I'm be Bugsy Weinfelder. Bugsy Weinfeld, I'm sorry, man. I always mess that up every week, don't I? <laughs> I'm messing up every week. Oh, I'm so sorry. We know you, you, we're not we're not big time like Pittsburgh, like you guys over there. Come on, we got to put our best foot forward here. Let's well, we're go. Trying. Forward. Always moving forward. That's what we do here, WPNX. Two, two steps back. All right, Bugsy, what's the big movie this week at Alpine Theaters down in downtown Punxsutawney? Big movie this weekend is uh, the first movie from celebrated rock video director Michael Bay coming out of the gate swinging with Heidi 2. Heidi 2! Heidi 2. Get on out of here. Oh. Get right on out of here. My daughter I, loves that film. I love that first movie. It stars Linda Hamilton as a demented shut-in fighting Nazis in the Alps. What? 
Wait, are Nazis in the original Heidi? I don't remember that at all. Wait a minute. What are you war? Confusing this with sound and music, Bugsy. What war is this? World War Two. A flagrant disregard for historical accuracy makes it a rock'em sock'em good time. Are there explosions in this movie? I think I've seen one of this guy's videos. Didn't he do the video for a poison? Nothing but a good time. Is this the same guy, Michael Bay? One and the same. You know, now that he's doing bigger pictures, shouldn't they really call him Michael Ocean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's a bigger... Mike, that's a singer. <laughs> that's a, that's bigger, a singer. Bigger pile of water. You know oh, what I mean? <laughs> man. That's a good one. That's a good one. Let me ask you this, Bugsy. Does Heidi wear fluorescent green spandex in this film? Does she? Because I want to see that. That's the kind of thing I like to see here. Yes, she does. And enough Aquanet to... Choke a dolphin! <laughs> I really don't see the humor in that remark, but oh, it is on. apt, that since was many funny. animals were killed in the making of this film. I should hope not, and Heidi. Were there any animals in the first Heidi? I don't even remember at all. Do you? I don't, did she have dormice or something? <laughs> that was Cinderella. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was Cinderella where the mice make the dress. That that mice can make dresses. My daughter loves that film, too. <laughs> loves it. So what do we think of this film, Bugsy? Come on. Five stars? Ten stars? Dancing with the stars? How many stars? It's a one-star dog poop sandwich is what it is, really. A dog poop sandwich. A dog sandwich. poop sandwich. <laughs> That's what I brought for lunch today. That's amazing. I think I had that last week. It was a special day at the tip top. Oh, oh, no, we're losing no, sponsors. You losing can't sponsors. do that. They're Sorry, Doris. Fantastic. Sorry, Doris. Oh, Just kidding. Try the waffles. They're fantastic. They are. Anytime you can get them. <laughs> All right, Bugsy. We're going to give away our tickets right now. We're going to take caller number nine and be the 92.9. WPNX Alpine Theater movie tickets of the week. Just give us a call right now. We will set you up. Thanks so much, Bugsy. Hey, you stay warm down there in Pittsburgh. You guys get the blizzard down there too or what? You betcha. All right. Bugsy Wienenbogger. Wait, no. Bugsy Wienenbogger. Wine and Slabber. Wienenbogger. What is it? Weinfelder. Weinfelder. Thank you so much. Fine, Sheldon. Everybody check them out on the WP PBR. I love that beer. Check them out at the Pittsburgh radio station. You know him. You love him. He's got the big mustache, the bow tie. He's the man when you need to know about movies. We'll talk to you next week, Bugsy. Two thumbs up, Bugsy. Thanks, guys. It's the Alpine Theater Movie Review of the Week. 92.2 WPNX. Can't you feel your warm yeah, I'm your weatherman. 92.2 WPNX, it is the Masters of Nothing Morning Show. I am Jay the Jaguar. And I am Mike McMcInerney. And right now it is time for the community calendar. All right, th things going on in the community today. Of course, today being Groundhog Day. And later on tonight, the annual Groundhog Dinner will be at the Pennsylvania Hotel starting at 6.30 p.m. There will be live music, dancing, and the infamous bachelor auction. So, fellas, dress your best and show the ladies what you got. Tonight at the Groundhog Dinner at the Pennsylvania Hotel. That's, of course, right across from Gobbler's Knob. I was that was called the Pennsylvanian Hotel. Am I wrong in that? Or uh, you know what? I got too many beers last uh, night. No, no, we got a new copywriter. I gotta get that out. Of. Come on down and see a live ice sculpting demonstration today at two o'clock along the northern edge of Gobbler's Knob. Local artists will be displaying their works and giving lessons to all those willing to learn. I'll tell you one thing: you don't want to be handing me a chainsaw about two o'clock this afternoon. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, that's that's definitely not a good idea. You know, a lot of safety reasons around there. But uh, you know, those 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 guys, they do. <laughs> They do good work. I saw them last year. It was a fantastic job. 
Of course, a meeting of the Punxsutawney Motor Club is going to be taking place at 1 p.m. at Jake's Tire and Towing and will be open to the public. Come celebrate Groundhog Day with some free refreshments as members will be teaching those who attend how to quickly and efficiently change a flat tire. You know what happened to me when I was a kid? The old man blew a tire. We tried to change another thing. I was holding hubcaps with all the nuts in it. Dropped it. I said the F-bomb. That wasn't you, sir. Life boy. <laughs> Make you blind every time. <laughs> and finally, congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Fred and Debbie Kleiser, or should I say the soon-to-be Mr. and Mrs. Fred and Debbie Kleiser will be getting married today at the Punxsutawney First Reformed Church. Both Fred and Debbie are natives of Punxsutawney, of course, and will be honeymooning in Florida with a quick stop off in Pittsburgh. Hopefully, they'll win some of those WrestleMania tickets we got to give away a little bit hey, later on. Ain't that right yeah. there, Mike McMacramay? Yeah, we got to give a couple of those away. Hot ticket item coming up right now in, uh, in the Pittsburgh area and here in Punxsutawney as well. And right now, let's kick it over to our ace crack reporter, Artie Scorsese, live at Gobbler's Knob. Did you just call me an ace crack? I may have. Oh. Hey, careful there. What's going on right now with sports scores, high school sports? We need to know what happened with the Phils yesterday in basketball. Well, we had a sad heartbreak for Punxsutawney High School. They lost a big heartbreaker to Case Western, their arch rivals, 29-14. to Oh, that sounds like a barn burner. Plus side is they all went out for pizza. Hey, pepperoni? Oh, uh, I think it was sausage and supreme. But good times. Good time. Yes, good times. And it's also good times over here. We're about 30 minutes away from the unveiling of Punxsutawney Phil is going to see his shadow or not. So hopefully he doesn't and we will have spring, endless spring. I'm feeling like he's going to see an eclipse, and summer's coming tomorrow. Oh, I don't know about that. Not this time. It happened one time in 1958. I actually remember that. Punk's the Tawny's only local radio station, 92.2. WPNX. 92.2 WPNX. It's the Masters of None morning show. Groundhog Day, everybody. I'm Jay the Jaguar. Day, yeah. And I'm Mike McMacramay. And we want to say congratulations to Phil and Gus, who won those Heidi 2 tickets for the Alpine Theater with the movie review of the week. Phil and Gus, I'm sure they'll enjoy that one, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. And you, you know what? I gotta, gotta warn everybody down there at the bowling alley uh, in Punxsutawney, Bob especially, you know, those guys that they said they're gonna come down there later. I think they've been partying since yesterday around noon. Yeah, we that. wanted to put them on the air, but they were a little too, uh, shall we say, uh, how do they say in French, uh, drunk? Phil <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Gus, we love you guys, though, seriously. Right. Congratulations, Aaron. All right, right about now, let's kick it over to Artie Scorsese, who is live at Gobbler's Knob for the Groundhog's Day festivities. What's going on, Artie Scorsese? News weatherman, ace crack extraordinaire. Is that another ace crack? It sure was. You guys are too wacky for your own good. Well, the anticipation is building up right now, building up really strong and firm, but, but we can't wait until the release of Punxsutawney Phil, and he will let us know if it's going to be spring or another drood of winter. And to me, this artist Scorsese, will it be a full release? Artie, I gotta ask you, you know, you've been there for a couple years now. Now, well, once uh, Phil comes out all over uh, all over everyone out there, does he uh, go back to sleep right away, or does maybe grab something to eat first? I'll tell you one thing, I sure do. <laughs> you guys, mm, he's not a cuddler, I'll tell you that. Well done, artist Scorsese. All right, it's 92.2 WPNX, Punks and Tawny, Western PA's only live and local radio station. Hey! Hey there, Puxatonites! 
It's me, Ned. Ned the head, Ned Ryerson from Ryerson's Insurance, 39 Oak Street, downtown. Everything's great when you're downtown in Punxsutawney. Here to remind you that even if you have insurance, you could always use a little more. Am I right? Am I right? Right, 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 right. Well, you sure as heck fire can bet that we got single premium life, whole term, uniplex theft, auto dental health with accidental death and dismemberment plan. I like that one. And water damage. And if you sign up this week, we'll give you free coverage for mold. Bing. Come on down and ask for me. Ned Ryerson, I'll personally take care of you. <laughs> Mention 92.2 WPNX's Masters of None Morning Show and get an extra $250 deductible on car insurance. Free. Beep, beep. Free. Double ping. That's Ryerson's, right? Are they right? Right, 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 right. It is 92.2 WPNX, the Masters of None Morning Show on Western Pennsylvania's only Groundhog Day station. And that is official, as they say in France. Mike McMacker, how do you feel about that, baby? Yeah, oh, I can't wait, man. This this is amazing. That's just the tension is building up. I don't even know what's going to happen right now. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Phil's going to come out of his gobbler's knob, a little hole there. He's either going to see a shadow or he ain't. I can't wait. So what happens every year. Oh, man, I really can't wait. This is just, this is so exciting just for this area. It's just it's amazing, and I, I just, I can't wait to see what happens. All right, let's throw it over right now to Artie Scorsese, who is live at Gobbler's Knob. What's Artie. going on there, Artie? Is it time? Oh, it's time. Coming up soon right now, and uh, let me just say that I'm in a weatherman sandwich right now. I have to the left of me Phil Connors. Yes, it is. It's very hot. And I uh, Phil Connors from Channel 9 in Pittsburgh, and I have Chris DeMeo from Channel 11 in Philly as well. Could you make like you were skiing right now? The Olympics. Uh, downhill, luge, whatever. Anyways, everybody is very happy. They can't wait for the excitement of Phil to come out and see if spring is going to happen or it's going to be another drudge of winter. But without further ado, let's hand it out to the Master of Ceremonies. This February 2nd at 7.20 and 30 seconds, Punxsutawney Phil, the seer of seers, prognosticator of prognosticators, Emerged reluctantly, but alertly, in Punxsutawney, PA, and stated in Groundhog I definitely see a shadow. Oh, six more Sorry, weeks buddy. of winter. I can't believe it. I thought for sure that is just Winter would continue for 12 weeks. Seriously, it's just amazing. I mean, really? You know, come on. It's the same thing every year. Done through this. 95% of the time, he sees a shadow. Here's the thing the sun's out, he sees a shadow. That's true. It's pretty much your basic astronomy. But has the sun, but the groundhogs ever seen anything, really? I mean, come on. Has their eyesight really been proven to see anything? Groundhogs only see in spectrovision. I don't know if you knew that. 3D spectrovision. We can really debate this all day. Groundhogs honestly. have steady cam vision. You don't know that. They have wall I do know this. Apparently, they have wall eye One time, I went to work at the 13th floor, and I got out, and it was in between floors, and I came out, and I was in the mind of a groundhog. No, this is I don't know if you knew this. It was called Me and Punxsutawney Phil. I don't know if you saw that movie, no, but I was the star of it. Movie. It really happened in real life. Yeah, I thought you were just talking about real life. You're talking about, you know. Dropped me off on the side of Route 80 when I came right. out of Phil's well, head. Hey. It's crazy. So anyway, six more weeks of winter, and that's you know just a shame for everybody here in Punxsutawney. But you know it's not really because we got we got some festivities later on tonight and all. But here, right here on uh, 92.2, we have. 
have our big giveaway, isn't that right? Oh, yeah. WrestleMania tickets going to be up for grabs coming up with Groundhog Day trivia right here on WPNX 92.2 with the Masters of None in the morning. Don't forget to listen to us live online at mastersofnoneshow.com. Swear I was falling. Lights almost like being Good morning, Pugs and Tawny. It is the Masters of Done Morning Show. I am Jay the Jaguar. And I am Mike McMacrame. And we are celebrating Groundhog Day today in the groundhog capital of the world, Pugs and Tawny, Pennsylvania, with some groundhog trivia. Woo! Trivia! Groundhog's Day. Total tumultuous trivia turmoil. Who doesn't love some good trivia in the morning? Definitely not me. I love it. I was going to say Stalin, but yeah, that'll oh, work well, too there. Yeah, sure. Mike McMacramay, always on the ball. All right, we're going to do our <laughs> contest right now, Groundhog Trivia. On the line, we got caller number nine. Caller number nine, what's your name? Uh, Mark. Mark, where are you from, Mark? I'm from Punxsutawney. Of course you are. We don't reach yeah. outside of Punxsutawney because there's really no other towns that we reach. Signal doesn't go that high. 200 <laughs> watts of power, WPNX. And Mark, let me ask you, are you ready to play some Groundhog Trivia? I'm ready for the Groundhog Trivia. All right, before we get to that, what do you do for a living, Mark? I'm a webmaster at wolfnards.com. Wolfnards? Wolfnards? First of all, what is a what is a webmaster? What is that all about? You like Spider-Man or um, something? <laughs> a little bit like Spider-Man, only on the uh, the computer. Oh, Oh, we got, we got a couple of those sitting around here somewhere. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I prefer my typewriter. Actually. How do you spell Nards, anyway? I've always wondered that. Um, I spell it with a G. G-R-D-S? Guards? That doesn't spell Nards at all, Mark. <laughs> spell it for everybody. Uh, W-O-L-F-G-N-A-R-D-S dot com. Oh, I've heard of that oh, site. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's some great articles. You on should have that. said so in the beginning. There you go, Wolf Nards. Oh, I thought I thought you meant Wolf Noids, like the like the pizza guy. Domino's Pizza. Ah, remember them? Love that pizza. Yeah, of course. Love it. Thirty minutes of lesser three. All right, it is time for Groundhog Trivia, brought to you by Local Color, Forty Two Elm Street in downtown Punxsutawney. You familiar with Local Color, Mike? It's a great place. Steve, the guy who owns it, is actually a friend of mine, and uh, I think my cousin. You know what sure. I bought? The local color? What's that? A pair of yellow Carl yep. Kanai jeans. Oh, wow. Cross colors they got there, too. Wow. I got to pick myself up a pair of those. All right. Let's get to this Groundhog Trivia brought to my local color downtown Puxatawney. Mark, you ready for question number one? Yes. I can't hear you, Mark. Are you ready for question number one? Yes. All right. I'm let's ready. get to it. Here we go. True or false, Mark? Groundhogs have 22 teeth. Teeth? Teeth. Teeth? Sure. True or false, Mark? Sure, wasn't one of the fans. True. That is right. Let's hear from Mark. Clap it up here in the studio. What kind of morning zoo show is this? All right, Mark is three questions away from scoring a gift certificate to local color. Now, down punks of Tawny. Mike McBackerman, what is question number two? Mark, who was the first American president to meet good old punks of Tawny Phil? I'll give you a couple uh, of choices. Gerald Ford? George Washington. I think it was George Washington. George Washington? Yeah, teeth just like Punks of Donovanville. Or good old Ronald Reagan? Uh, Gerald Ford. Oh, I am sorry. We get the foghorn in here. That, that, actually, that was actually Ronald Reagan, or good old President Ronald Reagan. Love them jelly beans. Love them. Next question. Bedtime for Bonzo. Black hair. Married to Nancy. All right, question number three, Mark. Which of the following is not another name for a groundhog? Is it Woodchuck, Nerf Herder, 
Land Beaver, or Whistle Pig? Let's go with Nerf Herder. Nerf Herder is correct. That is correct. Nice job there, Mark. That, we tried to trick you there, Mark. That is a reference to the popular film Star Trek. That's right. We tried to trick you. <laughs> Here we go. Last question. If the groundhog sees a shadow on February 2nd, which is today, what does that mean? Too easy. Uh, seven more weeks of winter. I'm so sorry, Mark. It is six. How do you live in Punxsutawney and not uh, know the answer to that question? You and your web things you do over uh, there. Uh, everyone's going to make fun of me now. We don't make fun of people on this show. <laughs> no. That's not the kind of radio show. That's not the, don't worry maybe about the, that one. Maybe the big time guys down in Pittsburgh might make fun of their listeners. But we value each and every one of you, Mark. Even if you're just some kind of wolfnarden.com and webmaster and, you know, you don't get the gift certificate, but we love you anyway, Mark. Oh, that's awesome. Groundhog's Day, total tumultuous trivia turmoil. 92.2 WPNX, Western Pennsylvania. I'm sorry, Sammy, but two of your teeth are going to have to come out. Oh no, Doctor. What can I do to avoid this? Have you been eating a lot of sweets lately? No. Sammy? Okay, Doctor. I have. I just can't seem to get enough of the Punxsutawney Sweet Shop in Fudge Hut. They've got some of the best Swiss chocolates and fudges right here in Punxsutawney. Do they have white chocolate? Of course they do. And not only that, but they have every flavor of Anderson's ice cream by the pint or carton. Do they have Rocky Road? I love Rocky Road. Well, by looking at your teeth, I thought you would. Oh, doctor. I'll tell you what. Let's get these teeth pulled and then hop over to Punxsutawney Sweets Shop in Fudge Hut for some ice cream and cool these aching gums. Is this going to hurt, doctor? Oh, yes. Yes, it will. Punxsutawney Sweet Shop in Fudge Hut. We know fudge. Oh! And then some. Ah! 92.2, it is Masters of None in the morning, WPNX, Punxsutawney's only local live Groundhog Day radio station. I am Jay the Jaguar. And I am Mike Macabra. And we are talking about a live remote. We're going to be, going to be broadcasting live at Northern Federal Savings Bank on Friday morning. Come by, open up a new checking account. And get yourself a free gift certificate for a one-night stay at Lancaster's Bed and Breakfast on Cherry Street in oh. Punxsutawney. Oh, that is a fantastic place. Let me tell you, Miss Lancaster, she really knows how to treat her uh, customers. So that, uh, you, you, you will really love this. So I, only one, I only have one tiny beef with Lancaster Bed and Breakfast. Oh, what would that be? No cappuccino. You yeah. know, I need about six or seven cappuccinos to get me going in the morning. That's true. That's true. Yeah, coffee is, you know, coffee's not strong enough for you, but yeah, we won't talk about that. All right. Right now, let's kick it over and see what's going on with the aftermath down at Gobbler's Knob. It's already Scorsese. It's been a great morning. Everybody's kind of wrapping up right now. And uh, wait, something's happening right now. Looks as though Punxsutawney Phil has been kidnapped, or should I say groundhog napped. Yeah, you probably should say that, but what are you, what are you talking about on Scorsese? I, I, I don't know. All, all I know is that the Grand Marshal Busters commandeered my vehicle and I'm on hot pursuit of some guy in a red pickup truck. What are you talking about? You're driving Buster, the MC of... There's police cars and there's some type of station vehicle following us too. It's crazy right now. You sound awfully calm for somebody involved in a police chase right now. I gotta tell you that. I don't know how you do it. I'm a trained news profession. I learned this in school. We're swerving back. We're trying to... Buster's very crazy right now. Let me tell you, he loves his groundhog. So describe what's going on right now, Artie Scorsese. We're tailing a big red pickup truck. I think it's Jim Kurtz. I don't know if it's him driving or not, but we all know that Punxsutawney Phil is in there. 
And behind us, on Hot Pursuit, is a WPH station vehicle and a cop car. Was this WPBH from Pittsburgh? That is correct. Where Phil, Phil Cotter, the weatherman extraordinaire, works? That is correct, one of my idols. And the sad thing is, is no one's obeying the speed limit, which is 35 right now. That is tragic. This is insane right now. And the now way. we're going right into the quarry. We're having... Oh, he just busted through the keep out sign. This is not great. Wait, Mark, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. What's happening? We all stop. We're getting out of the car. Buster's leading us. There's only one way in and out of that quarry. You know that, right? That's exactly what he said. You know your Punxsutawney. That's what she said, dude. Can you make out who it is exactly? It looks like it's Phil Connors. Phil Connors from Channel 9 Pittsburgh. From Channel the weatherman. Oh, you gotta be. I kid you not. Punxsutawney Phil in there? Yeah, he's got Punxsutawney Phil. Buster's saying, shoot high. So they don't hurt the groundhogs. This is great. Wait, he's revving. What's he gonna do? Is he gonna mow you down? Don't get run over on his Scorsese. Artie, I'm a trained professional. Don't worry. Artie, please be careful. Out Here he comes. He's he's coming right for us, guys. I don't know what's happening. He's turning. He's turning right now. Oh, oh dear God! What's going on? What's he just drove off the cliff with Punxsutawney Phil. Oh no! What happened, Artie Scorsese? Phil's dead. Phil Connor of Punxsutawney Phil. Punxsutawney Phil is dead. I'm signing out. What? Lady, wait. I, I, I'm at a loss for words, ladies and gentlemen. This has never happened in my life. La ladies and gentlemen, I, 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 I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, but it seems that both Phil Connors from Channel 9 in Pittsburgh and our beloved Punxsutawney Phil have perished over the, the quarry down at Route 119. Where... I, I, I don't this know. This is a sad, sad day, people. This is, this is just awful. Well, coming up next on WPNX, Lori will tell us how to make chocolate clown pancakes for the kids. We're right back. Then put your little hand in mine. There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb. Groundhog Day Lost Radio Tapes was produced by Mike J. and Art of the Masters of None podcast. Check it out at mastersofnunshow.com. Special thanks going out to the one and only Stephen Tobolowski, a.k.a. Ned Ryderson, a.k.a. Needlenose Ned. Check out his new podcast, The Tobolowski Files, at tobolowskifiles.com, and his awesome film, Stephen Tobolowski's Birthday Party, at stbmovie.com and on Amazon and uh, everywhere. Fine films are sold. Thanks to Mark from Wolfnards.com. Check out his amazing breakdown of how many Groundhog Days Phil Connors actually goes through on his site, Wolfnards.com, and that's Nards with a G. Thanks also to Jacob from the amazing Nerd Hurdles podcast at NerdHurdles.com. Super special thanks to Mr. Jago Gell, Nicole, our fine podcast network at SimplySyndicated.com, and our beautiful voice lady, Libby K. Check her out, LibbyK.com. And last but not least, Hal Ramis, Bill Murray, et al. for bringing us such a fine, fine film. See ya. Masters of None. We know celebrities. Brought to you by SimplySyndicated.com, home of the world's finest podcasts, and by Gunoxen.com, stuff for guys. Uh, Doris, would you like to have breakfast with me? Sure, fine. Shall I phone you or nudge you? What's up, everybody? This is Masters of None, and welcome to a very special episode. This is what we like to call our We Know Celebrities series. Yep. And this is episode number four. And we welcome... Uh, we know four celebrities. 
<laughs> Hooray. We've only been on for a year. So yeah. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. You you know four celebrities and I'm number four? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not is, a, I'm already coming in at last here in the Masters. And now this is so sad. No, no, we saved the best for last. They go up. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Okay. They not, go up. Not in our hearts. <laughs> Yes, they go up. As the numbers go up, the celebrities get I better. See, I see. I so see. We're building here. We're building. I see. So uh, on the line with us is uh, a man that you've probably seen a million times in movies and television shows, but I may not know his name, and uh, we want to introduce you formally to him right now, uh, Stephen Tobolowsky. How are you doing, Stephen? I am doing – I am just – in a splendid mood here. It's gorgeous. Are you on the East Coast? Yes. Yeah, we're in uh, New Jersey right now. Yeah, because here on the West Coast, I have a beautiful sunset. This is, I don't mean to rub it in, but it really is gorgeous out here. Yeah, continue. Go ahead. Rub it in. Rub it in. <laughs> yeah. and rub in that your nice house that I saw in your movie with your amazing stove. Oh, we do have a good stove, but right now it's got a lot of uh, fried pasta on it. You know, when the pasta boils over the pot and yeah. then it... You keep the fire on, and it just becomes part of the metal. It's really sad. <laughs> I have to say, and watching Stephen Tobolowsky's birthday party, which is a, a great movie that uh, you put out. It's basically you telling stories at your birthday party, and everybody should check it out. It's available on Netflix and on Amazon. And, uh, you, you know, storytelling seems to be uh, your other thing aside from acting. But you do have to upgrade your grill, Stephen. Awesome stove. <laughs> hey, like, listen. Listen, guys, let me tell you, There's should I give a, an unintended plug here for the Weber? There's nothing like a Weber, and it's not the look of the grill, but it's the shape. It is the geometric shape of that grill that makes stuff on it just turn out so great. It is a perfect trapezoid. <laughs> no, it's like a, it's, he's it's got a old school charcoal. It's oh, oh, the old school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's old school, man, and it's some kind of circular rhombus. It's, it's <laughs> something that we never learned about in geometry class, but it really works. <laughs> and it cooks everything at 90, 90 degrees. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's got a protractor built into it. <laughs> hey, you know something, guys? Uh, this is kind of sad, but I'll bring it up since you brought up Steven Tobolowsky's birthday party, is that about eight weeks ago, my kitty cat disappeared. Oh, the one who almost ate your sausages? I, I fed I fed Bandit breakfast that morning, and then I went out to an audition, and I came back and never saw her again. But she is immortalized because she completely upstages me at the grill <laughs> in Steven Tobolowsky's birthday party. Yeah, we, my wife and I were watching, and she's like, oh, no, the cat's going to eat the sausage as you're talking. The cat, like saunters up to the sausages in the background is like sniffing around like oh god there go the sausages saunters this is this it's a valuable lesson first of all it's a lesson on what happens when you only have one take and everything you shoot in a movie is that you can't get rid of that but another thing is it shows you in terms of the focus why you should never act with animals That's i mean right. you you gotta believe that that animal when that cat came in here she totally upstaged me. <laughs> so, look at uh, Siegfried and Roy yeah <laughs> Well, at least Siegfried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some serious <laughs> upstaging right there. <laughs> so, uh, Stephen, of course, was uh, our amazing guest who was on our Groundhog Day Lost Radio Tape show yes. that we did last month. So we want to get to thank you personally now. That's awesome. Yeah. So Hooray. Thank, thank you so you. much for uh, reprising the role of uh, Ned Ryerson. My pleasure. It was quite amazing. And if people couldn't believe it, it was actually you. Yeah. I had a, I had a friend go tell me uh, after they heard it for the first time, they go, who was that guy that did that awful Ned Ryerson imitation? <laughs> and then, Great. That's... <laughs> and then, 
and then after, and then then they actually went to the website and saw the the post and was like, "Oh my God, you actually got Ned Ryerson. That's amazing." It's, I gotta tell you, you know, since we spoke, I and I have a big shout out to all of my friends out in Punxsutawney because I was invited out this Groundhog's Day to be an honorary guest member of the inner circle. So they gave me uh, uh, like a cardboard top hat and I went out there at dawn in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania and saw Punxsutawney Pete. Is that his name? Phil. Yeah, Pete? Phil. Phil. Phil? Punxsutawney Phil? You don't know his name? Come on. Well, I get it, get it mixed up with Woodstock Woody, right? Because they're the Woodstock guy. But, but I actually was on stage and it was fascinating at least to me it was fascinating, may, may not be to you at all, but it was fascinating the difference between the real Groundhog celebration at dawn in Pennsylvania and the way it was portrayed in the movie Groundhog's Day, because there was a decided spiritual difference. What, what was the and, main difference? Yeah, and the Drag difference was in the movie, even though both were technically very similar, you know, they both went through the same motions, in the movie Groundhog's Day, it was very fun and very festive, but out of Punxsutawney, it was a moment of silence when Phil came out, and there was a tense moment <laughs> as to whether Phil would say there was going to be winter or not, and I don't know how to describe it without making everyone involved sound crazy, <laughs> but they weren't. But everybody really was listening to the groundhog they were really listening to the the critter and it was it was amazing do they it's have amazing. robes and kool-aid do they have i don't know i don't know <laughs> did you find out the secret of who determines it for real how it's predetermined well the answer uh, the answer i have kind of verifies the feeling i had is that the man who listens to the groundhog who selected the year before, the man who determines that says he never knows. He's, and, and, and that's, and I have to believe he's telling the truth because he has two scrolls in his hand. One is for winter, one is for not winter, and he looks at the groundhog in the face, and there's this awesome moment of silence that's a lot like a WWF cage match when two men have been hit over the head with chairs, and they're both standing, staring at one another, just about to fall over, and everybody is silent, and then he goes, it's winter. And he, and he reads the scroll from his hand, and afterwards he came up to me and whispered and says, it's true, we never know. We, we hear it from the groundhog. So, Wow. Yeah. Pennsylvania. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Our neighbors. Yeah. Yes. I went to uh, I went to Penn State University and there was a uh, there was an old saying that's that said Pittsburgh in the west, Philly in the east, Arkansas in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Arkansas with Amish. Yeah, you know, exactly. Where, where Punxsutawney Phil is, is all Amish country. Oh, yeah. And if you have not been there or if you've only seen it in the movie Witness, I mean, it's one thing driving in your car, and then suddenly you have to slow down to seven miles an hour because there's a buggy in front of you. Yeah. But you, do you now? You know because you're from. They have road signs. Yeah. For Amish. Yeah. You know they. Have, it isn't just like speed things, but they have like a picture of a horse and a buggy falling over. Like, be careful on this turn because you your buggy you could lose your buggy. Uh, they have all special road signs there. 
Yeah, and uh, one time we were driving out there, and I saw a bunch of Amish people playing volleyball in the dark under uh -oh. under like electric lights, and I and I yelled out the window, "You guys are cheating!" <laughs> I don't know, maybe it was Rumspringer or something. Yeah, I, I found out more than I ever needed to know about the Amish, you oh, know, yeah. on this trip because you know it is a misnomer. Is this interesting at all, or is this not? Really <laughs> Because I was, you know, it's a misnomer to say the Amish, because that's like saying the Jews, in that there are so many different viewpoints in terms of the Amish. Like, you'll have some hardcore Amish who will not use electricity. Right. And then you have other Amish that it's okay to use electricity that comes from your generator, but not from the city. <laughs> yeah, and, but they have all. You know, I heard when I was there, I heard this Amish rock and roll band. Oh, I, I actually I read a. I think I think you did a Twitter about that. I heard that yeah. They, they, you, you said that they were unbelievable. They were great. They were great. But you know, they're there with the big hats and the beards and the white shirts and the suspenders, and they're playing electric guitars. So you know, they have to be Amish super light. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> by that, by the end of the show, a barn is raised. They're, yes. That's their big finale. <laughs> yes. So how big of a rock star were you when they introduced you there? I was a pretty big rock star at Punxsutawney. Nice. I got to tell you, it was like, uh, but, and one thing that made it nice was there wasn't a lot of alcohol. You would assume there would be tons of alcohol in an event that takes place freezing cold at dawn, Yeah. you know, with a lot of college guys mainly there, but the police have really in the last several years, really discouraged any drinking of alcohol, and if you're drunk, they throw you out of there. Wow. So it's really nice being with thousands of people that were that cold but not drunk. It was very <laughs> The Amish are used like the Hell's Angels at, at, <laughs> at Rolling Stones. Yes, Altamont with the Amish. Yeah, that's yes. it. <laughs> Very cool. So uh, talking to Stephen Tobolowsky, and uh, he's got a great podcast that you should check out called thetobolowskyfiles.com is uh, the website, and uh, it's great. It's you, you telling uh, just stories of uh, love, life, and entertain the entertainment business, I believe is the tagline, and uh, it's it's very, very cool, and I was just listening to the, uh, the Glee episode. Um, ah. So folks who might not, you know, I don't know who doesn't remember you from Groundhog's Day as Ned Ryerson, but... You play uh, Sandy Ryerson on Glee, and you've also had another a Ned role back on Will and Grace. Now, are they writing these character names specifically with you in mind? It, it's scary. I, I hope not. I hope now Ned was it Ned Weathers or Withers yeah, or something like Will that on Will and Grace. That was uh, gosh, that was so much fun because I mean, a lot of people, maybe your listeners, don't understand the way uh, a sitcom is put together. The way it's normally put together, the way, the way you normally do a sitcom is it's a five-day event. And the first day you read through the script, you start rehearsing. The second day you get an entirely new script and you rehearse all day and perform it that evening for the writers and producers. And then they completely rewrite the script again. <laughs> the next day, the third day, you re-rehearse the new script and perform it for the network and on that day, the third day, if you do poorly, you can get fired. Wow. And then if you make it past that third day, the fourth day is a camera blocking day in which you go through the script word for word and you, you block out just where the camera moves are. And that day usually takes a long time. And then the fifth day, you bring in the live audience and you do it, except on Will and Grace. 
On Will and Grace, they brought that audience in the fifth day, and we did one take with the lines. And then uh, James Burroughs, who was our director, just said, okay, so make something up that you said. Uh, <laughs> so after four days of this intense writing and rewriting, we got a take only, only on Will and Grace did they do this, where the actors uh, went nuts and just improvised. And i got to tell you that Sean Hayes, could be like one of the funniest men on the face of the earth. Hmm. I mean, his his takes when when James Burroughs said, "Just go with it, go with whatever you want." I mean, the audience couldn't breathe; they were laughing so hard, just hysterical. That's awesome. And you also were uh, had had the uh, the great thrill, I'm sure, to to play an awesome character on Seinfeld. You got to be on Curb Enthusiasm. Tell us about working with the the whole Larry David crew and Seinfeld. Oh, uh, well, I was, I guess. Yeah, to, to start this properly, I was working at Columbia Pictures doing several films. It was like in the old days. I showed up at the studios at Columbia, which now is Sony, and I was doing finishing up Groundhog's Day, doing the movie Hero uh, with Dustin Hoffman, Andy Garcia, Gina Davis. I was starting a film. Uh, <laughs> Jason Priestley, John Wetland was the director. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Anyway... The race a, car one or whatever? No, no, the one where we're looking for Marilyn Monroe. Oh, oh Days of Thunder. <laughs> oh, yeah, Days of Thunder, right, no. But anyway, for this film, uh, I had to, I had a deaf brother, and I had to learn deaf sign language, sort of, but I hadn't started taking lessons yet. And so I was going to Columbia, and in between doing all these other movies, I would run over to a schoolroom, and they had a teacher teaching me deaf sign language, and that's when Mark Hirschfeld of NBC Casting called me up and said, we're doing this show called Seinfeld. And, of course, I knew of the show. This was the first season, so it wasn't a big deal yet. And I knew of the show and thought Jerry Seinfeld was, like, hilarious. So he said, we have a part. We really don't know how to make it funny. Do you want to come in and meet with Jerry and see if you can make it funny? So I came in and they showed me the part of Tor, Calendar Girl. That's the name of the movie, Calendar yes, Girl. Yes, that's it. Yes. Nice. It, which was a great script, by the way, fantastic script. Really one of the best kind of independent scripts I did other than, like, Memento. But I went over, Jerry was there, Larry David was there, Mark Hirschfeld was there, and they said, how can you make this funny? And I said, well, I'm going to be learning this deaf sign language. What if I just did signs for everything I said? So, like, I'm living in this spiritual realm as Tor, but I have to do signs for everybody in the unspiritual world to understand what I'm saying. And so I went through the scene and just kind of made up signs as I was going. I am a businessman. And here, you know, and I just made up a billion signs with my hands as we were doing it. And Jerry went, okay, that's funny. We could do that. <laughs> and, and it was really hilarious on that. And, and I've got to say, every set is different. You know, we have the Will and Grace set where James Burroughs says, do whatever you want. On the Seinfeld set, I have never seen a group of people on a sitcom work so hard. Really? And it looked effortless, but the day we shot, we showed up at like 10 in the morning. We rehearsed all day. We shot uh, before the audience came. We shot the show twice while the audience was there in the evening. After the audience left, we shot the entire show again, and then we did pickups. We finished at 2 in the morning. Jeez. Wow. So it was brutal. But Larry, uh, 
Larry David was just great to work for, and he was great to work for on Curb Your Enthusiasm. He really is hilarious and a great leader. You know, he really is enormously clear in what he wants. Did you get the Curb gig from them knowing you from Seinfeld, or was it just completely no, related? totally different because I'd been in for another Curb gig uh, and didn't get the part, and it was to play the part of the kind of uh, jerk in the wheelchair. Oh, yes. you remember that? Who's yeah. angry all the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and I auditioned for that a couple of times, and then uh, I didn't get it, and I didn't hear from those guys for a year or so, and and then I think the curve I did was in season four or five, mm -hmm. so uh, it was much later. But I had been at Christmas parties with Larry in between, and also when Larry was wanting to go back to do doing stand-up, he invited me and Ann, my wife Ann, to come out and, and see him at Largo, and uh, he was hysterical in, in uh, his stand-up routine. I thought he was great. Uh, I'd love to see that in person. Yeah. That's got to be amazing. Steven, i got to ask you, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, as we're talking here, I'm also looking at your uh, your credits on IMDb. As, as an actor, it says you have about 197 different roles, uh, TV and movies, and just from talking, like, you you just pulled up Calendar Girl out of thin air. How do you do that? How do you, <laughs> honestly, how do you even remember any of them? I would just delete the program immediately. I don't know. I think it's I think it's the trauma of each one <laughs> that you kind of remember. You you remember that. I remember uh, when I was doing Calendar Girl, for example. I mean, you know, because in my head I have all these specific things. So I'm I have auditioned. Remember, all these movies took Calendar Girl, uh, Groundhog's Day. A single white female was single white female at the same time. Yeah. Also, uh, you had an uncredited role in uh, Romeo is Bleeding. I have no idea what that is, but I, I've seen <laughs> that's that. The, um, that's resume. the that's the DMX video. No, no, I have seen that there, and yeah. I've asked uh, film guys like you, what the hell is that? But I, I I watched Romeo is Bleeding, and I didn't see me in it. But sometimes you know they change the name of things. Right. I, and they change it several times, so it's quite possible that I did something in a different incarnation. But I had auditioned for Harold Ramis, nice. right, for Groundhog's Day, and while I was shooting uh, Calendar Girl. So then we go to Paris, California, not Paris, France, <laughs> to shoot uh, Calendar Girl. A good Paris. And I'm in a bedroom with another actor, uh, they they bunked us together for, for cost, which is against the rules. I think you have to have your separate bedroom, but we were in the same room. So we're lying in our uh, queen beds. He's on one side, I'm on the other. And we're just talking at night, you know, the way you will. And, and he's saying, so what are you doing after this? And I said, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I said, how about you? He says, well, I'm doing this movie called Groundhog's Day. And, and I said, Really? And I didn't say anything, and he said, yeah, yeah, I'm uh, doing the role of this crazy insurance guy, uh, Ned Ryerson. <laughs> and I was like, going, huh? <laughs> and he said, yeah, Harold Ramoth and I, we're, we're personal friends together, and they wrote this part for me. And uh, I've already auditioned for it twice, and even did the read-through with the cast, with Bill Murray. Nice. Wow. And, I, and I'm going like, holy, uh, uh, uh. And I ended up reading the part again after Calendar Girl in getting it. Wow. And so I thought, oh my God, it's one of those ugly stories that's a show business story. <laughs> the yeah. other thing too is looking at some of the, the names that pop up as far as the you know, movie names that pop up, 
You've worked with some heavyweights over the year. I, you know what I just saw you in uh, the other day, actually, which a movie I've never seen was The Insider, and oh, that yeah. movie that movie was fantastic. And you're working with Al Pacino. I've never heard of it. You're, oh, you've never seen no. it? Oh man, it's it's a fantastic. Oh, movie. Oh, you've got to see it. It's uh, The Insider, uh, directed by Michael Mann, yeah. uh, Russell Crowe, Al Pacino. You've got to see that. And, that movie is brilliant. Yeah, and that scene, that that one scene that you had where uh, Al Pacino's kind of laying into you guys. I mean, you got yeah. and you got you got yelling Al Pacino. That's <laughs> that's awesome. You didn't get like quiet like Michael Corleone Al Pacino. You got like yeah, that that you got that. Now, Al let Pacino. me tell you, I'll oh. give you the inside scoop on that because I got all the Al Pacinos. We had several. Al did the scene several different. Look at that. I just called him Al. <laughs> uh, I, you dropped the name. Al did the awesome. scene several ways, and I did have the quiet Michael Corleone Al doing that scene, going, "So what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" And then I had, "So what are we gonna do here?" <laughs> I had the whole. Ver- so Al, on each different take, he did a different, a different uh, range of Al Pacino, and and so I got them all. And at the end of the scene. Michael Mann called Cut, and Al came over and hugged me. He said, thank you so much. That was great. It, I really felt like the scene worked really well. And we started, like actors do, doing the postmortem of the scene. Because while well, I was kind of thinking, like, at this moment, I was going to do this. And then you stood up and you said this. And that got me pissed off, so I thought I was going to do this. <laughs> and while he's talking to me, he's putting on this wig. And he puts on this big like Hasidic hat and these little glasses and he's just talking to me and I'm like, look at, at what is going on here. I mean, we're wrapped for the day. Then he puts on this scarf, or this torn scarf, this torn overcoat and I had to stop. I go, Al. I called him Al again. I go, Al, what are you doing? And he goes, Stephen, you don't get it. I can't go anywhere. I can't go anywhere. I leave the set here and I'm going to walk across Central Park from the east side to the west side. And over on 86th Street, a limo is going to pick me up over by the museum. And it's going to drive me out to my house. Because otherwise, people will pick fights with me. People will stop me on the street. People will try to rob me. He says, I have five lawsuits against me right now. And I'm going like, oh, my gosh. Like, you finally get to be Al Pacino, and even Al Pacino can't be Al Pacino. <laughs> and then he said, Shalom! <laughs> you're killing me! You're killing me! You're dead to me, Frito! You're dead! Awesome. Steven Tobolowsky, thank you so much, man. Art had one more thing for you before yeah. we wrap up. Steven, okay, can you do okay. me a favor? Yeah. Could you say, your voice is my passport, or... Okay. Yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna do it two different ways for you. Do it. Right. My favorite. Oh, this is, my, this is actually one of my favorite movies of all yeah, time. Yeah, sneakers. Oh, one of my right. favorites. Yeah. So this is the way I did it. I go. Uh, this is Werner Brandis. My voice is my passport. Verify me. <laughs> but they <laughs> yes. wanted me. They wanted me to do it to where they could splice it together and make it sound like it was a lot of things. So I ended up doing. This is Werner Brandis. My voice is my passport verified me so i ended up doing it like a bunch of different ways to where they could cut out different tones and make it sound like they edited it together oh that's awesome <laughs> that's great just the word passport turns me on so thank you <laughs> passport. passport oh i gotta move over a couple of seats now 
yeah, yeah, you better move from that. <laughs> Steven Tobolowsky, thank you so much, man. Everybody check out the Tobolowsky, the Tobolowsky files. We're going to link it up at mastersofnunshow.com so you can go right to it. And uh, you're on Twitter as well. Everybody should follow you on there. We do. Uh, it's, uh, you want to spell the name for everybody because I know it's often Yes, I have to do it because if you don't spell it right in the age of computers, you end up someplace you don't want to be. You have an angry, so, uh, an angry Polish man tweeting about something. You use the I <laughs> instead of the one. So it's S-T-E-P-H-E-N, T as in Tom, O, B as in boy, O, L, O, W, S, K, Y. Not I, but why? <laughs> and we'll, we'll link up everything for you. The podcast, uh, the Tobolowsky Files, uh, uh, the Twitter, and, of course, your movie, too, stbpmovie.com. And uh, Stephen Tobolowsky's birthday party is on Netflix and Amazon. I highly recommend it. If you enjoy uh, listening to Stephen now, you'll, you'll definitely enjoy the movie. It's just him telling uh, hilarious, touching, heart-wrenching stories all in, uh, in a nice hour and a half. And uh, it flies by, too. And that's uh, much to your credit, sir. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you so much, Stephen Tobolowsky. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Masters of None is a production of SimplySyndicated.com, 21st Century Media, and sponsored by Ganoxen.com. Sports, girls, humor, media, gadgets, and beer stuff for guys. Check them out at G-U-N-A-X-I-N.com. For bonus material and to get in touch with Mike J. and Art on the forum, Twitter, Facebook, and email, go to mastersofnunshow.com. Hi, my name is Werner Brandis. My voice is my passport. Verify. Thank you.